Ross, how are you? I'm great. Hi. <laughs> are we now in a singy song? We're in an alternate dimension where it's like that episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where they was sang the whole thing. The song, I know. Yeah. So I'm going to do the whole episode by uh, singing. Oh, no. Oh, no, listeners. Oh, no, listeners. <laughs> That's the title of this. Oh, no, listeners. Ah, what a lovely voice. How do you do? How, we, how do you do, Ross? Um, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I like appreciate the, uh, the honesty. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't. That was actually like a lie. Oh my god! So you're really that time. <laughs> no, I'm all right. Um, I'm great. Thanks for asking. I was uh, gonna get round to it. <laughs> so here we are again. Guess who's back? Slim Shady. Remember that? Yes, I do. Uh, I didn't like him. <laughs> We're just gonna get get, get, get cracking. Get cracking, I. Yeah. Welcome to. <laughs> Is that what we say? Do I we think say so, yeah, right, yeah. Tom's been drinking and I haven't. It's a yeah. it's a turnaround, it's a weird one. Well last night we went to we we went to I mean Ross was already there, but I went to <laughs> his house. That's I'm relieved to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I thought like you popped around earlier, did you? Yeah, when it was just in. like an empty house. Uh, and um Ross made me a lovely toad in the hole. Oh, and that is a euphemism. <laughs> and then we which we will discuss later on, we Played some games. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm not in a very ni- good mood. <laughs> we played that game. That's a spoiler. Yeah. Or is it? Don't no, know. it's a spoiler. No. <laughs> um, and then this evening, Ross came round here. He is here now. Mm-hmm. By here, I mean here. Just to clear that up. <laughs> and uh, my lovely wife made a lovely... Well, I think it was a lovely chicken Ross and mushroom risotto. It was lush. Yeah, Ross... I had seconds. Mm-hmm. I was going to have that for me dinner tomorrow, but you know, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I was worried about that, but I thought not not worried to such an extent that I wasn't going to have no, it. No, I would never let that stop you if, if I was you. So we're going to jam packed two episodes mm-hmm. again. It's always a two part. It seems to be the thing, as I was saying in the last episode. It's like an event. Yeah, every month it's become a monthly podcast now. Yeah, it has. If you don't like that? Fuck you. Don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I'd say to listeners who are just about to turn off later in this episode, we're going to give out the winning lottery numbers for next month. Uh-huh. Um, invent a recipe for like an orgasm cake that when you eat it, you have seven orgasms. And Ross is going to give out a coupon mm-hmm. for a free uh, tongue bath. So <laughs> you could be the lucky one and I'll record it. And a hammy shank for everyone. Hammy shank. A hammy shank for all. So the second part of this episode we're going to be talking about and I've asked a lot of people around the world <laughs> around the world for their feedback and their participation. Yeah. Because as we said before we want a little bit more interaction. And we seem to be getting it now. And to be honest, it's freaking us out. So if we could just back off a little bit, yeah, that'd be great. No, a little bit more interaction, which we're getting, and we've got a lot of responses. It's about weapons in games, mm-hmm. in video games. The criteria we shall go into in the second part. Yes. So yeah, in this one, we've got this first part. We've got an email from arguably our biggest fan, just clearing up some some stuff that we talked about in the last episode. <laughs> right. Uh, we want to talk about the Castlevania Netflix series. Ah, uh, yeah. That's going to be a very brief discussion, but, you know, it's going mm-hmm. to be a discussion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a shout-out to someone on Twitter. I'm going to address some concerns raised by Christian. 
Oh, is it that we're never going to get around to his homework? Possibly. He taught me that when I was drinking. <laughs> Want to talk a little bit about the Rainbow Six Siege update? Micro Machines. <gasps> I'm not going to talk about the Battlefield update because I can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. Although all I'm going to say is that it's coming out at some point. So, there you go. Yeah, wow. <laughs> go to their blog if you want to know more, I suppose. There you go, that's our covered. <laughs> well, that was quick. Yeah. And Ash vs. Evil Dead, I want to just mention that. Yeah, I, I feel like I want to add in on that because I've seen the fir- whole of the first season and started on the second season, mm-hmm. so I've got something to say about that. Cool. And also, we had our little game conversation again. If, yes. I, if you recall in the, the first episode uh, the last episode sorry I chose a game mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about how that went from the wonderful Atari pack for the Playstation which I have to say has some of the worst games I've ever had the misfortune of playing mm. and you've played Kane and Lynch yeah so yeah alright let's get fucking cracking said the um... said the cracker to the other cracker mm-hmm. when he was say... on a cracker party <laughs> With some cheese as well. Let's have a cracker party. Let's have a cracker. Let... Podcast over. <laughs> Podcast over. Let the cracker party begin. Yeah, I'm going to be eating loads of crackers and putting crackers with myself. I was thinking crackers pulling crackers. Well, I was initially and I thought, but there's also crackers, you know. I bet you've pulled some crackers in your time, Oh, Ross. thank you, yeah. No, you Because <laughs> you like Christmas. Oh, I do, yeah. Yeah, okay. I love Christmas jokes as well. No, cracker jokes, I don't. Do you want to save them for next year? I will. Yeah, okay. Because we're going to... Actually, that's it. Can I ask a few people who actually are listening to this podcast? Come and... A few people. That's been... How are you, mate? Wind your neck. Aye. Well, you've got (laughs) 10 months to think of, like, we're going to struggle to think of a Christmas special that would wager this year. Because we've covered games and films, so... And... In amongst that music, so what can we do this year? We've taken applications for guests as well for Halloween and for Christmas. Oh yeah, because they're like probably the two specials that we're going to do each year. You can't really do an Easter special. Well, well, we'll probably do another anniversary one. I've, I've bought you flowers and stuff. Oh, you sweetheart! Mm. But they're, all... di- they're dead now. Well, no, that's a perfect time to give them to me because I'm dead inside. <laughs> all right. You're the optimistic person, I'm the negative one. Is this a total opposite podcast where I'm... you're getting pissed and I'm not? A mirror in the tone. That's what I'm taught. That's what I was taught at um, Tone Mirror in school. Well, po- <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, lesson one. Mirror the other person's tone. Okay, that's lunch. Well, that was our if that's the case, imagine if I was super aggressive. You'd be super aggressive, and then I'd be even more aggressive, and then it would just escalate. But I'm the alpha male, so it would de- Alpha it male, would- you're just pissing me face, like, you know, and then <laughs> it would de-escalate. <laughs> well, and I'm not drinking. I don't know. It depends on... Isn't that how the alpha male dominates over the other male? Depends on what you're wearing. Okay. Right. <laughs> let's let's do this. Hey Ross. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, remember um, in episode? Uh, whew, I'm not going to remember what episode, like the number. So Twenty-two. That was the last one. Was it? Yeah. Thanks so for episode twenty-two, which incidentally I think was like forty-seven or something. We're approaching my fiftieth episode. Fiftieth <laughs> broadcast. It's not bad. We'll have to do a special for that. Yeah, you'll so, get really hyper all of a sudden. Let's do it. Woo! Okay. So, uh, remember we, we we played that game. <laughs> the come down's been terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what game? Oh, the game uh, by... The game of life. At Nylon. Oh, yes. Um, Blood Runner. Runner yeah. We asked him to address some concerns of ours. Yes, like he, when the hell there's going to be a sequel. <laughs> he has done so. 
But he's made a sequel? No. Oh, he has wrote an email. I'm not interested. And the email is entitled Response to Podcast. Oh. Oblique. Which is, I believe, is a three dots, isn't it? What is oh, that? Is that what's that shorthand for? I'm sure someone will Like open us. bracket, exclamation mark, close bracket means. What does that mean again? Um, it means you're not being like... It means you're using too much punctuation. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> blow, um, not Blood Runner, sorry. At Nylor has said, Hi, chaps. Lovely greeting. Aww. Fuck you both for what? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. <laughs> he said, Hi, chaps. Can I have that penis pump advertised? <laughs> Can I have my penis pump back? Thanks once again for your kind, even enthusiastic words regarding my little game. I was expecting you to be di- diplomatically critical, but your comments came at a rather stressful time and really cheered me up. Aww. No end. Despite Tom reading my rather cringe-making attempts at silly humour in the instructions. Exclamation mark. Not open bracket, exclamation mark. There was actually, bracket. there was a bracket there. Oh, what bracket. that means? A couple of comments. Yes, I'm really big on Monty Python, hence the silly name stroke words. Ethel the Frog is a Python reference too. Did you know that? No, I did not. No, I'm you do. only um, educated in the films, not the series. Uh-huh. The sound effects and music were from the public domain, sadly uncredited at source. My own attempts were rather poor, with the death noises sounding a bit too orgasmy for my liking. <laughs> you should have kept them. I know, for his liking, maybe a bit too much, but just for us. Yeah. Or for us, sorry. Just just enough. Get in the gutter. Just, <laughs> just enough orgasm. With your pals. You've gone off there. You've gone off there, pals, in the gutter. Mm-hmm. Gutter pals. The gutter pals? The gutter pals, that's what we are. Amos was a proper programming language based on BASIC, mm-hmm. which I believe was a Spectrum. Was it used on Spectrum, wasn't it? No, it was used on all. Um, right. There's two types of languages from what I can kind of guess. It's like BASIC, which is the intermediate. Is that like go to uh, three? Yeah. Oh, that shit, yeah. Uh, but then there's machine code, and machine code, um, it's a lot more technical. Mm. Like Terry knew a bit of BASIC, mm-hmm. but he, I don't think he knew any machine code. No. So he said it's based on basic, but with added functions and commands, specifically aimed at sprite music and, he thinks, interrupt handling. Right. Not particularly powerful, but fairly easy to use if you know basic. I also used Blitz, which was a fair bit more complex, but much more flexible and powerful. Mm -hmm. I haven't really programmed in years. Taught myself C stroke C++ a few years back, but never really did anything with it. I made a few more never-finished games, a 2D side-scrolling RPG, a top-down RPG with some nice lighting effects, if he does say so himself. Ooh. What, I wonder um, what... A bit full of himself, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and a couple of other platform games, but that's about it. Does he mention what formats they are, and I wonder if they're all on Amiga? Um, he said, being tempted to have a go at doing something for Android, but it's so time-consuming, maybe one day. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't say what format. It would be nice if he could, I don't know, send us some... Like a video or screenshot. Ah, yeah, like that, I'd like to say that, yeah. Especially with lighting effects. He should blow his own trumpet a bit more down in the gutter with us. <laughs> Get in the gutter, blow your trumpet, that's yeah. the way we roll. Yeah. <laughs> you asked some questions about the scoring system and a couple of possible bugs, but I genuinely can't remember shit like that. <laughs> I still have a printout of it somewhere that I'd like to dig out and have a look at. Maybe it'll shed some light. I always heavily commented when programming, usually in a silly way too. If I remember rightly, it's about 1,300 lines of code, nothing by today's standards. No need to read it. No need to read any of this out. It's rather dull, really. But you did ask. Oh, and by the way, you'll be pleased to know that Richard Flexible Overhanger Third finally beat Hog H A R G H, was knighted for his work, and now lives in Milton Keynes with his wife doing charity work in support of disenfranchised wombats. Ah, oh, what a lovely backstory! 
And then he says, I don't know if this is some sort of dig. Mm. He says, all the best. Keep up the good work. Is he trying to be funny there, do you think? <laughs> Implying, or do you think he's being genuine? I think he might be being genuine, actually. Aww. He might genuinely think we're doing good work. <laughs> and there you go. Thank he's, you very much. He's totally in a minority there, like, isn't he? Yeah. But what a minority, though. Because we get all those cease and desist emails and such like. You're in good company all by yourself. Aye. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much for that. That, that did clear a few things up. Mm-hmm. We um, did, again, we'll go by though. We enjoy playing the thing. We and did. we weren't just making it up. In yeah. fact, if I had more time, I was going to try and complete it by using save states, of course. Yeah, well, I was going to suggest last night, but we didn't have enough time that we could have had a go. But yeah, you were too busy. Having <laughs> fun and eating toad in your hole. Well, thank you very much, Aunt Nyla. So, hey, Netflix are making a... Transition. Castle... What? Transition. Transition. Uh, Castlevania series. Yes, I've seen that from... I believe it's going to be a four-part... Just a four-part series. It's all animated. Okay. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I I like the fact it's going to be... A short series mm-hmm. because I have this problem with series now where they just seem to feel like they're going to go on and on forever. Like, I watched it's... we were talking about OA last uh, night, OA, yeah, and yeah. I'm having a real problem with that. If if anything, I'm blaming it all on my girlfriend for forcing us to watch it. It's funny because my wife forced me to watch it as well. There's a recurring theme there, mm-hmm. yeah. And I got to like the point of knowing Cohen back where mm-hmm. I've watched so much of it yeah. that I might as well complete it. But I always thought it was just going to be one standalone like series. Yeah, I didn't realize that's going to be more. Yeah, and I just had a series two commissioned. It's God. It's some of the most like worst. If I've said that the games that were played on the Atari pack were some of the worst games I've ever played, some of the worst acting mm. and ideas for story are in that series. It's so I a, hope I'm not offending anyone who, who watches it and likes it. But uh, we talked. We talked at length. <laughs> we oh, talked at length last night about it. And yeah, we, we, probably a conversation we should have recorded, I suppose. But yeah, I had similar thoughts. The payoff, I didn't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for you. I didn't want to spoil it for anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's worth watching the whole thing. However, you will be left with questions. Right, simple as that. You will be left with questions. Brilliant. Like, why did I spend me time doing this? <laughs> but then again, I do want to watch the next series to get those questions answered. So it's the same as with Stranger Things, where they left we we left you with questions. You want to watch the next series, so um, did you or have you? Because you, you were again, you just got Netflix recently, haven't you? Uh, yeah. A few weeks, and you were saying about how you were slightly disappointed by what there's not that much really for you, I suppose, on there. Aye. What about um, talking about animated series, Castle, Castlevania, uh, Attack on Titan? That might you be see, something up your alley. The problem, right? Michael really likes that. Attack the on problem Titan. is, hi, Michael. The problem is, is watching series and films is kind of like what me and Louise do together. Mm-hmm. She doesn't play on on the PlayStation uh-huh. much. She did like certain games, like um, Rayman. We went through that on the 360. Mm-hmm. In fact, we got um, Little Big Planet free, free. Oh, really? And it's it free? doesn't look wow. that good. Re- like it uh, doesn't look like a game we're going to. Is that recent? The PS3? Oh, was it? That's you asked before? me that last night. I, I don't know if it's. I don't know what format it was originally released on. It must have been PS4 because PS it's not backwards compatible, is it? Yeah, but there's some been. games like God of War Three and stuff ah. where they just they port them across. And, right. Okay. Yeah. But so. they're opening a weird like not in a window or something. There's a little way you can tell I've noticed, but 
Anyway, she, it's anything that's animated with Louise. She she likes the Pixar stuff, right? Oh, right. But she will not like. I've recently she Spirited Away and stuff like that. She wouldn't. I don't think she's watched any um, Studio Ghibli stuff. That's Spirited Away mm-hmm. and Howl's yeah. Moving Castle and stuff like that. But um, oh, we did watch one or two, and I think she liked it. But animated series and especially like a Japanese one or something it's going to be a tough sell for her yeah. recently you recommended and Christian recommended Rick and Morty and yeah. um, I've started watching for that and she it's lads humour isn't it that's what she says about South Park it's like no it's not it's funny if by that get over it it's intelligent and thought provoking then I suppose she's right yeah it is lads humour <laughs> But so, I mean, you know, she shouldn't be so. I think she needs to stop being so uh, down on her her gender. Yeah, because yeah. all that does is serve to bring the rest of it's the, sad, isn't it? The rest of the uh, women, shall we call them, uh, down. <laughs> Hi, any female? Is there any female listeners? Oh, we've got one. Um, Have we? Um, Empress Triple Chocolate. Who the hell is that? That sounds like your pseudonym. I would love <laughs> Empress Triple Chocolate X to be a guest at some point. Me too. But she lives down in. Uh, I'd rather not see actually another dimension, right. sort of central, almost as central as you can get in the in the United Kingdom. Right. I might be, my geography's not great. Apologies well, if that's wrong. Some tips for stalkers who want to stalk this potentially <laughs> fiction, yeah. fictional character. I am Miss Triple Chocolate X. Do you want to be a guest? Kelly was saying this. Post something on Twitter. Prove you're real. Prove me wrong. I don't think she's got any social media accounts. Oh, well, I like that. I was going to say, well, I don't. (laughs) I exist, so maybe it's just... Well, if you listen to the podcast, fire a flare in this guy. (laughs) (laughs) On the 12th of the 12th. Um, But yeah, I would uh, be interested to see what the Castlevania series is like. I think it might be pretty cool. Or it might be shit. But I feel like the, the... um, games have a very weird storyline that doesn't seem to really gel together very well but again mm. prove us wrong and just a little tease for part 2 uh, we will be mentioning Castlevania then as well right awesome next we got a little shout out to Janice Boratheon on Twitter is she like a member of um House Baratheon from the <laughs> like do 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 do. Well, he all right. He has a penis. He followed us recently, and he sent us a message saying, "Can you just give us a shout out?" Oh, nice. I had a quick check of his Twitter feed just to make sure he wasn't like a robot, proper, like racist or something like that, and I wasn't just going to give him a shout out without checking. But this is, I said to him, "Sure, uh, as long as you." Retweet every single tweet that I post. That would be great. I'm happy to do that. Just. Gordon Naylor's uh, Twitter page and just copy what he because he's <laughs> yeah. doing a bang up job. He just is, do he exactly is. what he's doing he's and a, we'll be happy with that. Fine servant to the <laughs> Connor Slayer court. But he, I said, yeah, I'm happy to. What would you like me to see, essentially? What do you do? Because like, I'm not just going to go, oh, just follow this guy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. His Twitter handle is ooh, at Aiden underscore Janus. At at a i d e n underscore j a n u s. Mm-hmm. He's got the looks like an Xbox controller emoji either side of his name, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now he says he just tweets about what he's playing, tweets about experiences and what I will be playing in progress games pre PS3 era. He's looking to build oh, up nice. a few followers to discuss games with, etc. Then I can move on to streaming side of things once I get enough interest. Just trying to build it at the moment. So yeah, if you just check out his Twitter feed. 
see what sort of stuff he's posting. Mm-hmm. Maybe just kind of like what we talk about retro game and stuff, but to the kind of not too far back, I don't think. So yeah, he's worth uh, having a having a little digs, having a dabble. Now, Christian, I'm gonna talk to you directly. <laughs> is, this, is this serious, Tom? It's like serious, he span Tom. around in his seat and he went. <laughs> now the the tone gets a bit darker. It's like in the news where they they go. <laughs> In a little town on the outskirts of Milton Keynes, I can go back to Milton Keynes, there is a woman who has a dog who can play the piano. <laughs> Let's watch that video now. And then after that, or just before that, they go, 44 people have died. <laughs> and they're still <laughs> suffering from post-traumatic stress. and <laughs> Because they're dead. That's basically what it is. So. Zombies with post-traumatic stress. What an interesting concept. Yeah, make a film about that. All right. It'll be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not Don't funny. do it. Hey, I, I saw um, The Girl With All The Gifts. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Aye. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm yet to play. I'm still yet to play The Last of Us, but apparently it shares some similarities. Mm. Kelly has a couple of friends from her work who want to be guests at some point, so mm-hmm. I'm going to talk directly to you now, Dean. Why don't you tell them a code word to prove they actually listen to the yes. episode? Uh-huh. If you listen to this podcast and you want to be a guest... Mm-hmm. Tweet. You don't have Twitter. I know that much. Send us an email because it's 2017. If you don't have an email, then you're not coming on. Like, send us. An I know even I have one. Gonoxlay at yahoo.co.uk. I believe that's what it is. Send us an email saying just one word. What's the word, Ross? Go. Doctor Crane. Yes. Send us an email and you will be a guest. It's if actually two words, isn't it? Really? It's not happening, man. <laughs> My joke. Kelly told you while we're having uh, that lovely mushroom and chicken risotto was um, she's got two friends Dean and Barry they both want to be guests she was out last night getting pissed with them and they were saying oh really excited about the idea of being a guest I said well they've got to listen to all of the podcasts and they've got to interact with her if they want to be a guest I can't have just any Tom, Dean and Barry on the podcast uh, what I find funnier than that, Tom, is the fact they've got to listen to all the podcasts. Yep. So to be on this show, they've mm-hmm. got to listen to how many hours of audio? I have to edit every single every single That's minute true. of that. So and I'm the now, least they can do. I'm now <laughs> starting to realise that it's it's made you quite unhinged. I'm off my face, me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is it because I'm sitting here naked? Is that what's tipped? No, off? that's that that's part of the course. <laughs> Christian. I understand that you're a bit concerned that we haven't done the homework yet that you set, which was Gods and what the fuck was the other game called? It was something. Was stupid. it Flimbar's Quest? Bye. Was uh, it Flimby's Flimby's Quest? Flimbo's Flimbies Flimber fucking <laughs> Flimby High Five. Um, Blumpy's Arcade Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Good callback. Oh my god. Skyrimmons. So good across the universe. Have you heard Skyrimmons come to? Um, Ah, it doesn't matter. Switch. Yeah. Is it really? I heard it ha- wasn't, and then I heard it is. You told That's, me it wasn't. Yeah, I heard that off another podcast, and uh, that podcast is Retro Asylum. Ah. So if Retro Asylum are talking out the ass, mm. I've stopped listening to them. What was that noise you just made there? Ass. <laughs> what does that mean? It's just ass. All right, okay. But the American version. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even American. It's weird. Carry on anyway. Yeah, sorry. Christian. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I 
feel like that's all I'm going to say, all I want to say, but I'll say this. We will play those games with the next guest. I'll also say something else to Christian. <laughs> there was this guy bumping into him in this pub, and he'd done it to me as well. And he was staring at Christian turned around and stared at him, right? And he goes, he's like that comic, eh, that book that you get if you're a kid. Not now, Bernard. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he showed us a picture of the monster that looked like this guy. Really? Uh, can, you take a, can you get him to take a picture? Christian, send us a picture so I can put it on Twitter. Of the guy? Of the book, the book. Well, yeah. you can Google that. Tom. Oh, I know, but I'd it's twenty seventeen. I'm asking for the interaction. Oh, I see. We've been through this. Oh, yeah. If Christian, if you want to be a guest, need it. Oh, hang yeah. on. <laughs> so don't worry, mate. Don't worry. Mm. Rainbow Six Siege had an update. Okay, big update. I don't seven play this gig. Game. What? what? Seven gig. It introduced a new map. Mm-hmm. It introduced two new operators, and it introduced a lot of frustrations. For the gamers <laughs> of Rainbow Six Siege, is that you in particular? Um, no, that, there's people that are. If you know how, well, actually, this this particular pod, uh, podcast, this particular update, has made everyone call for public test servers. So they'll release the the update on a separate server for people that sort of beta test, uh, beta test, and then once all the bugs are ironed out, because there's a lot of bugs. It's uh, only been out since Tuesday, but by like. Wednesday night, there was already loads of bugs identified. There's this one character, this one operator called Mira, because mm-hmm. it's set in Spain, it's set in Ibiza, this new map. Mm-hmm. The two new operators are Spanish. One called Jackal, one called Mira. And I have a weird crush on Mira. And it's not because I find her attractive, because she's a game and sprite, but I'm, I'm sort of in awe of her ability. It's weird, it's hard to explain, but she does this thing where you reinforce the walls, right? As, as people who've played Siege will know, and as I've just kind of talk to you about when I was playing it when did you because Ross just came I was halfway through Ross a game came, uh. Ross just came <laughs> uh, Ross just arrived and I was halfway through a game of Siege and I died and I was as he's just said I was getting really frustrated and angry and um, this guy team killed us so I sent him a message saying what the fuck is your problem yes uh, um, even I this is <laughs> I'm one of the most negative people you're ever going to f- find on the planet uh, and even I thought whoa that's uh, a bit harsh well he team killed us yeah, but uh, I was just feeling really aggressive. So yes, this mirror one—you can reinforce the walls, and she puts this thing on the wall. Actually, sorry, it doesn't have to be reinforced. She can just put this thing on the wall, which creates this one-way mirror, so you can see through it out into the the other area, but people can't see in. No. But then you can break this gas canister on it, and the, the glass falls out, and you can shoot through it. So it creates a murder hole. Mm-hmm. It's a strange ability, like if you don't play the game. But for me. Whenever I see someone playing as her and see that ability, it gives us this weird sort of, this weird kind of like, I really, really want to unlock that operator and use it. Oh, I think right she's now, like, okay. And that in turn makes feel like I've got some sort of weird crush on this particular operator. Do you know what I mean? That sounds mad, doesn't it? But I just, I'm sort of really in awe of her uh-huh. and her weapons and her ability that I just kind of really want to, I just want to get Noah. <laughs> Intimately, <laughs> can I ask a question on Please that game? Do. So there's many different operatives. Yeah, when you're playing the game, does everyone have to be a different operative yeah. or the same? Right? No, you can't double up. So it's really good. Imagine when you uh, <laughs> do unlocker. <laughs> what happens if every time you join a, a match, everyone else? Well, I've got a really up. fast internet connection, so I always seem to be able to pick first. It's really good. There's this actually. There's this meme actually about Rainbow Six Siege. There's a particular character called Rook. Mm-hmm. And this meme is Rook Mine. So there was someone who 
uh, team killed someone who chose Rook. And when the guy said, why did you kill us? He just went, Rook mine. As if to say, he's mine, don't choose him. He, oh, don't pick him again. He's Christ, my character. Uh, so that's like the... in the developers who I've said before are really in touch with the community. Uh, on the, There's a new... They have new um, like armor sets. They don't increase stats, but it just makes them... It gives them a different outfit, like skins, sorry. Mm-hmm. And there's this elite Rook skin. And the elite's... Uh, sorry, Rook's ability is he puts this bag of armor on the ground. And everyone gets to shoot, gets to take a bit of armor and increases the health. Inside of this new one that they've just released, it's got um, like some writing. It's all in French because they'll be oops after French. And this particular operative is French. Uh-huh. And it says mission, the name of the mission that he's on when he's got this armor for some reason is called Rock Mine. So it's quite clever. Uh-huh. It's them like, it's, they did it with, um, I think I said it on this podcast again. They did it with Tachanka. They, updated, they did a big update for him. And he's got this sort of stationary, sort of stationary MG, mm-hmm. and he was proper shit because he's just stays still. And the idea of that game is to kind of peek around corners and move around and stuff, but he just stays completely still on this stationary MG. So they introduced this new update. Eventually, it took about like a year and a half or something. Well, mm. yeah, probably around about that length of time to introduce this update. And it gave him a shield on the front of his MG, and on the shield, it's got something in Russian. That translates mm. as Lord, I think, because the whole meme about him was that Tachanka is our Lord and Savior, because he's absolutely shit. But like that was the joke that he's <laughs> oh, right. he's our Lord and Savior because he sacrifices himself. Or I don't know. But they, they've they've done a few things the developers to kind of let the community know that they're listening and stuff. Nice, yeah. But with this new update, there's loads of uh, glitches and stuff, and the the community are proper kicking off, demanding fucking free boosters and stuff, even though. They did some server maintenance um, a couple of days ago and give everyone 50% renown boost until Sunday. So, I, I don't know, you just can't win as a developer, I think. You do everything you can to make a game better and it's always going to introduce bugs and it just pisses people off. Especially, Especially when it's free. Exactly. If you're paying for it, I could understand. And how yeah. old's this game, well, I guess? That's the thing. People, Well, people are paying or for some the season people. passes, uh-huh. um, which gives you the, the, the operators. It unlocks the operators for them. But it's, it's only been a few days. It only came out on Tuesday. It's only, what day is it now? Saturday. It's only been four or five days or something mm-hmm. since it came out. Just fucking relax, man. It's just some, like, there was this one guy who said on, on Reddit, he was like, this is bullshit sorted out. Uh, I, I had to book this night off in advance to make sure I got it off. And oh. he said this really strange thing. I was like, oh, bless you. Like, I know what that feels like. Yeah, I was going to say, I had a feeling of that. But then he said, I had to order a pizza <laughs> to stop me girlfriend from coming out of the kitchen. What? So he's locked her in the kitchen and don't come out of there, right? He's probably so angry that he couldn't like form like cohesive, yeah. coherent uh, sentences. Cohesive. Well, talking about free like updates, yes. I, I've been obsessed with another Gungeon mm-hmm. and I got to a point on that game where I was like, right, I officially say fuck you. I can't finish it. It's impossible. Uh-huh. And I put it on because I'm a glutton for punishment as we've talked about in this podcast. My mentality with games is I've got to, if I'm into a game, I've got to beat it and then I've, I can play something else. And the amount of games I've got just lying around is unbelievable. So I put it on again and I realised there was an update for it and it's added in a lot of new content, like in a lot of new wacky weapons that I'll probably bring up in the next episode. Uh-huh. And the fact you can save it after every chamber, which is a godsend. So there's five chambers in the game until you hit the boss, which the boss I can't beat. But one night I, ca- I came as close as I could have 
possibly been without finishing it. Mm. I just was one roll, one badly timed roll away from Isla doing the game uh. or failing, and the rolls make you go through bullets, and I fucked up, and I died, and I, I was in shock. <laughs> I was sitting there like I've earned this. Uh. Literally, I, I feel now that if someone can't, if like someone was so good at that game that they just finished the game in front of me, I'd be like, yeah, well, or or more so if. If I'd done all of the level levels just to that boss and then someone done it, uh-huh. I'd be like fine with it. Because yeah. I got a, a jetpack on the game, there's random weapons you can get. And I thought, ah, jetpack, I can fly behind the, it's this giant dragon type thing. I can fly behind the dragon. I'm sure the developers haven't thought of that. Yeah. And I can just fire it. They had thought of that and it killed it. <laughs> and, that, and that actual uh, technique, it, like, Every time, just to get to that dragon, it's like 45 minutes. Fucking and everything's random. So last night, I was telling you that I, I I was on this run where it looked like me health was in such a good... Like, I'd managed to get so many upgrades on me health that I was doing amazing. The problem then arose that all the weapons I was getting were all shit. Right. So I, I, I was so underpowered, so beating the bosses took much longer. And then I basically fucked up because I just didn't have the firepower. So in the game, it seems like there's firepower, health, and the blanks, they're the all... It's a juggling. Like, getting them right just to get to the end to finish it. And I've got to finish it so I can fucking put it away. I'm getting sick. Really fucking sick. (laughs) Oh, my God. Listener, he's gone red. I am fucking pissed off about it, like... I've I'm coming to the conclusion I'm not the game I thought I once was. Uh, Is this the segue we can do about talking about the game we played last night? Not quite yet. Not quite yet, yeah. yeah. But I think I'm dropping let's, enough let's tease clue it a bombs. Bit Micro Machine. Oh, yeah. A game we champion quite a lot on this oh, podcast. Yes. It's coming out in April. Codemasters have said. They mm. said. So they've got to now. I was a bit... The trailer... The trailer's stupid because yeah. it didn't tell you anything. I wish they hadn't said anything. Just was like, leave it until a month before when they've actually got something to show. I, I'm I'm being honest, and I, I'm probably like a certain demographic to that game. But I would have been. Why didn't they just? Why don't they just make a very retro version, like just HD remake of the original and t- Turbo Tournament? New new levels and stuff, yeah. and an online mode, and make it really cheap. If they want to go down the triple yeah. like avenue, yeah. it's going to be risky the for them. It's going to fuck them, isn't it? Aye. 
Ho- hopefully it'll just it will be like because I'll obviously just be getting a digital and because it's such a kind of small launch it's, well because they haven't I, I think most games are going this way now where the they're not so much announced unless it's a massive one like mm-hmm. The Last of Us 2 or something where they are kind of just sneaking them in so hopefully like you say it'll, it'll come out and it'll be like 20 quid or something and it'll yeah. be like, that would be sweet. Both of them now saying that it 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 cannot. I wouldn't buy it if it was forty five no. pound or something. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. But I'm not. I'm very particular with racing games. Oh. I, this is the. We should do a podcast sometime talking about we we favorite racing games throughout the That's formats really, and gen. Yeah. Really good idea, actually. Yeah. But I don't like. I don't buy a lot of racing games. I'm trying to think of the last full price racing game I bought no I, I, I can't don't think of it. Um, I bought Forza for the Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and that was that was quite early on in, in the, the days I actually got me Xbox 360 and I hardly played it yeah hardly at all uh, but I do like a racing game but I, I don't know these days they feel too restrictive when you play something like well Grand Theft Auto 5 actually that's, that'll be technically the last because that have, has so many solely racing mm-hmm. components to it like the online bits you've got the GTA race but you've got just racing mm-hmm. where you can't get out of the car and stuff and that, that's technically a racing game so yeah, see right. that's the last one I got but yeah I, I, I hope that they do a good job of it and I hope it's basic I hope it's just built around enjoyment instead Aye. of them being too clever and I, trying I, to bring something out innovative no man just bring out a game that's fucking enjoyable there was a one that I got free a while ago with the PlayStation that was called something lame. Toy, was that? Oh, sorry. What was it called? Because I can't remember the name of it. I think Codemasters brought one out called Toy Box Racers or something. But there was one that you that I played at yours, which was similar. It was free, it, like I, with PlayStation it Network. Good. It was terrible. Yeah. And something else I heard about that game and a lot of racing car game, uh, racing games in general is when you put them on, there's that much like, like. Customization of the vehicles, buying stuff, leveling uh, up and stuff. You know, gone are the days where you put a game on and you have to learn the track, like we'll go back to Wipeout and stuff. Yeah. I, I would actually not mind getting a racing game of any description, like like a futuristic one or, or anything like that. And it didn't have a lot of courses, mm. but the courses were well designed and well thought out. You know, like I go back to the Wipeout ones, there was only... I think there was only eight tracks on Wipeout 2097 uh-huh. and each one had its own personality and you had to learn them. But now everyone's like, oh, only eight tracks, that's rubbish. Is it? Is it rubbish? Well, the vast majority excluding like Dirt. Uh-huh. Dirt 4 has been announced as well by Codemasters. The vast majority of racers these days are open world ones like um, the latest, latest Forza, Forza Horizon. Uh- You've got fucking... Uh, what's that that other one I bought Need for Speed one Drive right? Club and shit like that I yeah there was a Need for Speed that was like that where it was um, cops and robbers sort of thing where you were getting the chases Most Wanted was it Need for Speed Most something Wanted? like that and it was so boring yeah and then it gets to a point where like you, early on it's like you're hammering every car and then later on you're like why why am I struggling to win this why am I struggling to get to that checkpoint is it because I should have bought a better weapon, uh, car or mm. upgraded it? And that's the thing I hate. That it seems like sometimes they take away the skill. 
because mm-hmm. they want you to grind to be able to buy a better vehicle. Yeah. I had that problem actually with Road Rash. I remember on Road Rash 2, not knowing which bike to get at a particular jump up in the um, skill level mm-hmm. where you got to a certain point and you had to purchase a new bike. And I remember making the wrong choice and it fucking a game up. And it really stuck in my mind that because I, I, I thought, well, it's a skill in that. I don't know, but then some people like that sort of thing. People like customization. I mean, Gran Turismo and stuff like that's built on that. Like, I, I ruined. I think that's what I did before. So I ruined the game for myself by worrying too much about the customization options and gear ratios and shit like that, and the automatic air manual gears. Yeah, just it ruined the experience. I've been playing Outrun Two recently on the PlayStation Two, yeah. coast to coast, and it's a fucking breath of fresh air because it's, it's just arcade. Just it's arcade. It's got two, three modes. Well, there's modes where like you've got to impress your girlfriend by doing stuff that she tells you to do, right? Uh-huh. Which is a weird um, like mechanic when you yeah. think about it. So your girlfriend tells you to crash into other cars, right. and she gets off on it. What sort of pervert she like? You've not seen Crash. Yeah, the different. Cronenbergers. Uh, yeah, she's got the scars on the back of her legs and he does mm-hmm. stuff. I haven't watched it actually. Uh, I couldn't get past that. Well, there's team. two called Crash. Uh, one of them's that one, the yeah. sexy one. And, and the, the other one's, one's a bore fest, isn't it? Uh, it's the other one's about how world, like everyone's life isn't yeah. locked and shit. Do you want to watch that or the one where they get off when they're in crashes? Well, he Which fucks, fucks her in a scar, essentially. Uh-huh. I didn't want to be so explicit, but that's what he does. Get down in the gutter. Right, what else <laughs> we're talking about? <laughs> But yeah, I think a, a, a driving game, uh, yeah, driving game episode would be sweet as fuck. I'd love to do that. We'll do that in the future, mm-hmm. and it'll happen. Battlefield update. It's coming. It's called They Shall Not Pass. Yeah, it's got four new maps, some new weapons. That's it. Really, can't be able to talk any more about it. Well, I put it away because I've set myself a goal to document. Well, keep a list of. All the film series I've watched and all the games I've finished, and I'm telling you something, because I've entered Gungeon and Bloody Battlefield, I've only finished one game this mm-hmm. year, and it's Prabba the Rabba. Yes, I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm going to mention Prabba the Rabba in every single episode. Oh, Christ. I finished Unravel. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I highly recommend that game, guys. Please buy it. Please buy it. <laughs> buy it if you want. I don't care. Oh, you're getting but... some cash back from <laughs> You know, after the last episode when we talked about board games mm-hmm. extensively... Yeah. I've been playing chess on this app I've had on my phone like the whole time, really, the whole time, just the whole time. Yeah. Uh, it's called, it's chess.com, it's the website, and they've got an app. And I've been playing that quite a bit recently. And my brother's been kicking me ass every game. <laughs> but he's also been educating us on particular opening moves and stuff. Uh, there's a, there's a, a saying, uh, a, a knight on the rim is dim. <laughs> I believe that's, I may be paraphrasing, but that's essentially what it is. So that essentially means don't put your knight on the outer squares of the board because there's no use there. All right, yeah. And Makes sense because he can't move, utilize all of his moves. It, it also sounds a bit rude as though Lancelot uh, wouldn't touch Guinevere's rim. <laughs> oh, taint, oh, huh? Fucking. Oh, you said taint. So, yeah, I've been playing that a lot. I really enjoy it. It's really good nice. chess. It's like what I've been doing, and I think I might have been doing a bit too much, for instance, right, before you arrived tonight. Kelly was in the kitchen making that lovely risotto. I was lying on the sofa in my pink uh, <laughs> snuggie playing Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Listening to the, the match and playing chess at the same time. So in between, wow. rounds, in between the rounds I was making moves in chess. And that, people say men can't multitask, yeah? That yeah. reminds me of that Simpsons where they go to the park and they go, 
this boy's playing f- four games of chess at once. It's bored. And, it, and it's like, checkmate, checkmate, <laughs> yeah, checkmate. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Yeah, but it's good. I really enjoy it. And it made us realise that I don't think we spent a lot of time. Well, you did. You were saying how... We, we did talk about chess quite a bit, but you were saying how it's like... It's not on the same level as most other games because it, it is very intellectual. Mm-hmm. It's a very intellectual sport. That's the question. Is it a game of sport? I, I, yeah. I quite a big debate between me, Sai, and Martin, mm-hmm. my brother, years ago, about is chess a game of sport? To the point where I actually created a new WhatsApp group with the three we're in, and it's called Is Chess a Sport? Fantastic. Because I'm so funny and I like to do callbacks to 15 years ago. <laughs> Also, we've just been listening to um, quite a few of our old Dr. Kren songs there. Uh-huh. Now, at Nilo, hiya. He sent us a tweet after the last episode to say that the music in the last one in particular oh. was really good. And I said, really? Yeah, I, but, uh, I didn't even think so, but then I made them. <laughs> the Game of Life, which I thought was fucking brilliant. The Tetris song, which was class. Mm-hmm. And the other two. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the rap was not good. He said, uh, yeah, he liked in particular. And he also mentioned, sorry, the um, smoking after sex. He said, in particular, smoking after sex, is it all Ross? So I'd give him a little brief history of Dr. Kren. Obviously, I'll, I'll say it now because it was very, very brief. So Dr. Kren, <laughs> when did you start Dr. Kren, Ross? Dr. Kren's medical workshop. I think it was like 2000, 2000. on the millennium. I thought, you, to celebrate the millennium. start. <laughs> yeah. To celebrate the millennium, a new bo- a new type of band must be formed. <laughs> a band where no one plays the instruments properly. So it was and you and Terry, wasn't it? It was me and Terry initially, and mm-hmm. uh, we used the Casio keyboard drum machine mm-hmm. with the uh, with the Casio keyboard keys. <laughs> I had a beat up four track, and we made our first album, if you will, called um, "Reasons to Be cheap. Cheerful," which was actually. Two full d- demo stuff that would just whittle down. Twenty-two songs, wasn't it, on that fucking album? But we'd actually recorded something like, oh no, eighty or something. Shit, really? I, I asked like people to vote on which was the best, oh, and God knows good. who listened to all of them because we're terrible. <laughs> and then after that, I bought a proper drum machine, and uh, a piss-like experience was born, yeah. and that was actually got reviewed in a magazine called Terrorizer. Yeah. And then after that, Thomas and the band become shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Tom came into the fold. Yeah. And uh, his bass, the Dill. Yeah. The Dill bass. And his superior singing styles. Yeah. And were recorded. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that album called again? Uh, rock and or Roll. Yeah, Rock and or Roll. And no one give a fuck about it. <laughs> and the band, the band went into hibernation. Yeah. Until, I think we discussed before, if I, eventually like 2011 or something we got back together yeah and we wrote it's about six or seven songs I think well it's weird because I, I stopped playing guitar like yeah, for, for ages yeah. I'd become like so like I don't know I just pissed off with everything <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't know what it was it was it was a few things and uh, I stopped playing and um, I think it was I came over here once and uh, yeah. you were playing some something on the guitar, something, and uh, it got us back into it. Mm. Yeah, then we started we started making more songs mm. and uh, we never finished them. Because for a while we obviously we we never like lost contact. We were always like playing Xbox or mm-hmm. what we used to do is instead of 
actually getting together and creating anything like this podcast or like music. Yeah. You just come over and just watch films. Ah, uh, yeah. For a while, it was or like, play games went yeah. for that period. I well, we played the greatest game ever. Remember Kane and Lynch? Fuck off. We, <laughs> <laughs> we used to play that one, Ultimate Carnage, quite a bit. Ultimate Carnage? No, that's not what it's called. Um, Flat Out Ultimate. Oh, we did, yeah. I love that. Now, there's a good driving game. Yeah. Underrated game. Oh, I'm looking forward to this driving game episode now. Yeah. Woo. Coming soon. Yeah, but it was obviously Terry was always involved, and and Cy, uh used to come across quite a bit and watch different films like Survival of the Dead and shit like that. And when we played uh, Pro Evo, as a yes, do you like, remember Foursome? Well, as a foursome, we used to play Pro Evo That's and right. uh, try and get get past the group stage, just <laughs> <laughs> never do it. Yeah. It's uh, still mathematically possible to beat <laughs> France if if uh, to go through it, but we we'll have to beat France ten nil. Right. We used to we'd like for years. Like years we never did anything like creative you know what I mean there was never any end product yeah so it was like like a case of we just went I think actually I think it might have been because I had that did we ever do it at my, my old house no did no. we start there it was always here yeah so I've had this this digital recorder thing that I use which is total overkill for recording a fucking podcast mm-hmm. but that's what I use and I just said one day I was like well I've got all the equipment I've got a music music room in this house in fact it probably was when I moved in here you know yeah. and I had a proper big enough music room mm-hmm. and I said why don't we do something mm-hmm. so we just started getting together the first song we ever wrote was uh, Technical Rape oh yeah and that'll yeah. give you an idea that was that was actually inspired by that film what the fuck's that film called they, them From Beyond From Beyond yeah I was close an HP Lovecraft inspired like um Horror film from the 80s, a bit of body horror in there. Uh, Not as good as like Reanimator, but still. Uh, I hadn't watched it back in the day, so I've seen it only new. But yeah, it inspired me to make a song about it and that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Every journey begins in the mind. A flight of imagination. Can't later, the tentacle has built 
So yeah, we wrote that. Uh, then we just went on from there and just started writing a few different other ones. It's like, none of them are finished right. yet. But we've been talking the last couple of days and saying we should maybe do something again, but it's just finding the time, I suppose. Well, yeah. Hopefully we will. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoy listening back to them. It, it's always like, actually, I would say it should inspire people out there listening to podcasts that maybe do, like, you should do something that, uh-huh. like Christian... He he makes music and stuff. Yeah. I think it's a great outlet to like. Absolutely. Even if you're not very, because I'm not deluded. I'm not very good. But it's something to like look back on, and you can it. It gives you memories, even just, yeah. and it's even for your own personal enjoyment. One of the most criminal things is my friend Craig doesn't record enough, uh-huh. and I think he should record more because he's an amazing like yeah. musician. So if Craig ever listens to this episode, you should fucking record more music, yeah, mate, because you're... Share it with me. Yeah. And Nyla was saying he would like to hear more of the doc- Dr. Crane stuff. Oh, cool. Someone so, just, like, mine that back catalogue. <laughs> well, I said we've already put in quite a few over the episodes. If you listen back, there's, there's every now and again, there's a song. We've never really made a big song and dance about it. Oh. But every now and again, there's a song in there. But we, I do have them all... Um, on the hard drive, the all the MP3s of the the albums. So, if that nylon, if you're really serious about wanting them oh, yeah. for a nominal fee, they're yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally watched Ash vs Evil Dead, mm-hmm. the first series. It's only been on there for like fucking three years or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been wanting to watch it for ages. And Kelly finally relented. Now, we both... Uh, the, the first episode, it was a bit like... Uh, it was tough to get into. It was, it was kind of... It was nice to see Ash back. And it was nice to see the Deadites again as mm-hmm. well. But, I don't know, it kind of felt a bit... Uh, I don't know, should they have done this or not? But then when it hit its stride, and by the end of the whole series, mm-hmm. I thought, yes, I really enjoyed that. It was over the top so much blood so much gore yeah and some stuff I remember you said before when we talked about The Walking Dead I don't know if it was recorded or not if it was just in my own personal time mm-hmm. where you said it's nice to see a series that you wouldn't see you wouldn't have seen like five six even that, that many years ago yeah that would or oh, ten years ago that would be able to have that much gore uh-huh. and that much like, fact, gratuitous stuff in it that got me through The Walking Dead because I fell out of love with that series but uh-huh. that used to get me through it because I was like sitting around telling me what when's the gore gonna come back uh-huh. it's funny you should say that about Ash vs Evil Dead because I had the total opposite I, at the start I was like maybe I was totally like yes it's back yes uh-huh. the first three or four episodes for me were like the high water mark and it got de- 
like steadily worse mm. and to the f- problem that I have with that series is I love Bruce Campbell and I would not like he's one of the dudes if you said like you're, you're having a dinner party you have like 10 people or 6 uh, people Bruce Campbell would be there because he's fucking class right but a lot of the other people in that show with the exception of probably Lucy Lawless a lot of the other people in that show are fucking terrible actors yeah, like uh, really bad and if you add to the fact where every show has the same it has the same structure mm. that goes somewhere there's a bit of downtime a bit of babbling then the fight happens I just I, I couldn't stomach season 2 and yeah. this is weird because I love I've watched some shit I've read both of Bruce Campbell's books mm. I mean he might have made more by now I don't know I've uh, I've watched some proper shit just because he's in it, yeah. And I've just f- fell out of love of that show. I just mm. I couldn't. It's a shame. I mean, there was some really good moments like the um, there was a dream in the last like a dream sequence sort of thing in the last episode where he falls down the stairs mm-hmm. and when he hits the ground. It's like he goes into a sort of that was dream sequence yeah that was whole, really that good whole done. bit was really trippy and cool. Do you not think though anything with as well with him in just with just with him yeah. Uh, what those bits are, are class, yeah. They, there was a bit with just Pablo and Kelly, mm-hmm. just the two of them, and it didn't work as well. Like anything, like I say, anything that, that he's in is awesome. Who do you think's worse, Pablo or, or Kelly? I think Kelly was fucking spitting dabs for Diaz from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like, just looks so much like her. Right. And Pablo is actually in. Meet the fuckers, I think it is, or one of those. Oh, he he plays wow. he plays Ben Stiller's illegitimate son, mm-hmm. but he's not actually his illegitimate son. He just like looks fucking spitting dabs for him, which is kind of weird. I don't know. It's a close call. Who's worse? Although, having said that, in the last episode of the first series, Pablo, I thought he was really good in that that last one because he. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. If you haven't watched it, skip forward like thirty seconds. But he gets possessed ah. with a book on his the book cover on his face, and he's quite. Even though the, the voice he does sounds like "Hello, Dave," yeah. it sounds like that. Papa Lazarus. Yeah, exactly. I still think he, he does well, and plus he's get this, Lucy Lawless gets her boobs out again. She gets her boobs out in everything. Well, I can't you know, remember. When she, she comes out with a fire. She sits up when she's been. She gets oh. dragged into the fire by that that flaming skeleton thing. Yeah. And then she sits up and she's naked and her boob. Like, she gets a bit of, bit of side boob. Uh, but she gets her boobs out in Spartacus, Blood and Sand and stuff like that as well. I know a kid when I was growing up who got a... He liked Xena Warrior Princess so much. He got a Xena Warrior Princess tattoo oh, on his arm. No. I wonder how he's doing right now. Oh, my God. you remember that that uh, redhead in Xena Warrior Princess? It was always... like She was such a plain Jane. She was like kind of a weird character. It was I like never a sidekick. She was just such a strange character having there because she was like kind of proper girl next door. Just didn't I don't know if she had any fucking special powers or anything. She just kind of like kicked around with Xena because Xena Warrior Princess was a lesbian, wasn't she? she was that been. not the blonde one that hanged around with her? Is that what you're <laughs> talking strawberry about? Blonde, yeah, strawberry blonde, strawberry oh, blonde. Well, well, yeah, well, there was meant to be some lesbian over. To, I'd never watched it though, but that's weird because Bruce Campbell is a character in. Is, Xena is Warrior. He? He's like the greatest thief. He was in Hercules, ah, the crossover, right. but. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately, that's the feeling I get from the series now. Mm. It's by Sam Raimi, Hercules, and Xena, Xena, and I couldn't be bothered with them after a while. 
Did he do them two as well? He like dabbled. He, he, I don't know to what extent, but he was involved. Yeah, and I didn't know that. It's now coming. That that's the problem, though. Like I just think it's ran out of steam, mm. and the budget and the actors are just not up to task. Well, but Bruce, I still love you if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> the that special, dinner the <laughs> invite special, is still open. <laughs> the special effects are terrible. Like some of the special effects in the, in the series, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I still it had a charm, a certain charm, and it wasn't afraid. Like it had some really fucked up bits. Mm-hmm. Like there was that kid gets thrown into the fan. Mm-hmm. That was kind of messed up. And the demon kids at the end as well. Oh, yeah. Fucking, they were terrifying. When man. he, uh, some of the chainsaw kills, kills are brilliant. But yeah. again, it doesn't feel very kinetic. It feels like it's just one-on-one with a demon all the time. Uh-huh. It doesn't, it feels like it doesn't experiment enough. But Yeah, that, I love the effects of that demon uh, that kind of fucked up with, fucked our brain up. Ah, oh, yeah. The one that was summoned. Yeah. Um, the way he kind of jerked around and stuff. Uh, it looked awesome. But yeah, I enjoyed the first series, but I will watch the second series. Um, oh, well, hopefully I'll be able to stomach it. So to close, to close the first part of this episode 23. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ross. Uh-huh. Do you remember last night? Um, No, I was looking at the time. It's overran. Let's just end this podcast. Uh, bye, everybody. Oh, see you later. See you later. Actually, no. <laughs> I, 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 I just a second. I think we could probably just squeeze this in. Mm. Episode 22, I chose a game to play mm-hmm. for this. Totally this, by random, didn't yeah, you? Head-to-head competition. I haven't been practicing the game. Uh, I wish I had it. <laughs> well, Demons to Diamonds. Yep. On the Atari game compilation mm-hmm. you've got. Mm-hmm. A game we had best out of five. Well, first well, off, well, meh, that's best, my error. I learned something that yeah. night. Yeah, it was best out of three, but then I said best out of five, and we changed it to best out of five halfway through, which is the same thing that's happened in the past. Well, I'd won best out of three, you see, and then Tom says, "Well, why not make it best out of five? And me and me mind thinking, "Oh well, it was like that with Pac-Man, so I'll go along with that. Yeah. I'll go along with that." But mm-hmm. that. Ladies and gentlemen, that was probably mistake number one <laughs> of the night. I think we'll have to make the best out of five because I feel like we only, both of us only hit with stride after like, <laughs> no, generally I, I do think we only hit with stride after like the third thingy because if you look at the points, the points that we both ended up with at the end yeah. were almost double the, the highest that we got well, I before feel, that. I feel like you just, you hustle. There's something going on here. I'm not like, going to give away any secrets. I... <laughs> Before we give the scores, mm-hmm. what did you think of the game, mate? Okay, well, it was Demons to Diamonds, it was called. Yeah. And so, imagine... <laughs> nah, I don't know how to describe the game. Really. You took some pictures of the manual and stuff, didn't you? Because uh, the, the th- good thing about the Atari 
game is it gives you like screenshots of the manuals and shit like that which is pretty cool to look at just out of interest it, one of the reasons I set up the PlayStation 2 after getting it from my sister was I'd heard there's a lot of retro packs for it it was probably the last console where they started doing that uh-huh. then they started dripping drip feeding them digitally uh-huh. so I'm going to get a lot of them packs in fact I think I've got a few of them hidden away like the Tato uh, is it Tito Tito ones they're, they're like I've got one or two of them hidden somewhere but I need to get them anyway the Atari one I knew it wouldn't be that good because I don't have that I don't have much experience with the Atari games and stuff but I mean as a pack it's it's good for also token point for us and stuff and yes each game has quite a lot it has the whole instruction manual and a bit of like information about the game the game itself is bizarre in a sense that it's actually a game of a game so the premise of the game is you're in an intergalactic arcade and this little alien gets you to come and play demons All right, okay. to diamonds that's so it's like it's weird like it's almost it's not based to break the fourth wall almost. it breaks my fucking heart <laughs> so the game is like you're a, a your paddle at the bottom you can play a two player but for the we tried the two player, didn't we? Yeah. It was pretty. It was quite a cool idea, like one at the bottom, one at the top, and you would have to shoot the demons in the middle mm-hmm. that were your the color, same color as yours. If you shot the wrong one, it would turn into a skull. Yeah, it would then start shooting at you. And then once you shot one that was your color, it turned into a diamond. Mm-hmm. But the diamond appeared at the opposite, the opposite side of the screen, and then shoot across the Aye. other side. You had to shoot that before it disappeared. It was all very convoluted. So the game is basically, you're this paddle and there's two colours. In the single player one, you go, you have to shoot the things that are the same colour as you. Do not shoot the things that are a different colour because they turn into skulls and yep. fire. Still skulls just appear randomly on the uh, map. Bastards. And after, there's waves almost. So after you've killed a lot, it goes to the next wave and supposedly gets harder. But it, the, like... It, it, it fluctuates so much because I noticed later on when there's more sprites on screen, the skulls fire less bullets because mm. I think they can't handle they can't as many. Handle that much. So that skulls stop moving as well and stuff. Yeah, a bit harder. We've done a terrible example. Uh, we've that's a bad explanation of the game. <laughs> but if you are interested, Google it and stuff. Yeah. But the reason why anyone would probably give a fuck is because you're going to hear this bombshell. Mm. Well, bombshell. I mean, oh. So, player one went first. Mm-hmm. He did. And he scored... Well, in- technically, he had a practice match first, which was just through honours because he'd done so bad. Yeah, we... <laughs> Do you remember that? The practice match lasted... Well, that was kind of because <laughs> I was using that analog stick. The analog stick and the D-pad were like... The, the difference in speed was massive. But yeah, player one, he did have a practice round. So, but, technically, um, the last one of his... Scores shouldn't yeah. really... I mean, you're getting, you're getting bogged down in the details there. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, so the first the first score that player one scored was 1,843 points. Mm-hmm. Player two stepped up to the fold. Yeah. The podium. The f- hockey. Mm-hmm. He scored a whopping mm-hmm. 605 points. Mm-hmm. Half, half, less than half. Player two was like, oh fucking hell, let's let's get higher than eighteen hundred points here. Let's let's really cement his lead. Yeah. What player one wanted to do, scored seven hundred twenty-eight. 
they almost as fluctuating a bit as player two. Player I believe two. at that point the person who who had just got that score said that the previous score that that player had got mm-hmm. that would be the highest score of the match. That's what that player said. Did he? The main games uh, were almost have, yeah, beginning. You might have said that actually, the bastard. Mm. So then player two stepped up again after player one's poor 728. Not as poor as player two's original 605, however. And player two scored a whopping 2,289 to set a brand new high score. Excellent performance. Player one had to really step up his game here, but could only manage 1,883. So player two is in the lead then, like I say, with 2,289. Did he need to perform any better? Too. Well, because it was the to. best of three, so did he win? Of... Yeah, no, at the this end. Point, at this point, we'd already said best of five. What well, Best of five. We had best of five. So, player two decided just to, you know, just take it easy. Mm-hmm. Scored 2,943. Almost 3,000. Almost 3K. Yeah. Player one thought, fuck, this is it. He's not going to win this one. Mm-hmm. Could only manage 2,277. Couldn't achieve higher than 2,943. So I think player two might have took his foot off the gas a little bit and only scored 2,022 in his fourth round. Yeah. So it's still a high score, 2,943. Player one didn't know what he could do. What, what can you possibly do in that situation? He could begin to like play it properly as opposed to hustle. Unleash the beast. The gaming master. What did he achieve? Player one on the fourth. Sorry, the fifth and final. Goal. This is the last Which pressure. Zone. Technically, Imagine. well, technically, Imagine. it shouldn't have mattered this because we'd already. Well, it was best that, of three because the have, matches no, were really no. long. You know. No, we have decided it's best of five. No matter what happens, no matter what's happened, mm-hmm. best of five. So if you could leave that alone, I'd appreciate it. Right. <laughs> so imagine the pressure. You've got to beat 2,943 points to mm-hmm. stand a chance. Player two, all the way through player five, uh, sorry, player one's fifth round was groaning, groaning in displeasure as he approached the 2,943 point mark. When he surpassed the 2,943 point mark. <laughs> Do you remember at Nilo I mentioned the orgasmy? Sounds that he was making when he did the uh, his version of the death sounds. Yeah, that's what player two sounded like. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it oh, was I'm horrible. Gonna, I'm not going to be able to manage. It was horrible visually and audibly. So player one surpasses three thousand points. The first time anyone's done it on that game, I think probably ever. Uh, <laughs> incidentally, Ross, what was the age range that this game was? Oh, it was based from. Was it eight to twelve year yeah, olds? I think it was a tough game. He passes three thousand. <laughs> Player two's groans grow louder. He passes 3,500. He passes 3,750. What does he end on? 4,139. Player one had a raging boner. (laughs) Destroyed by over 1,000 points. The high score. What could player two do about that? Mm -hmm. Player two was in a mess. He was an absolute mess. However... What could he do? Mm-hmm. He, he gets to over 2,000 points and he's still got all of his lives. Hasn't lost one life. Mm-hmm. Player one's thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. He's put in the round of his life. There's nothing more he could possibly do. Player two steps, more than steps up to the mark and is looking like he's going to fucking get six, 7,000 points. But then, 
gets to 3,000 points, loses two lives in quick succession. Yes, which was fucking shit. Gets to 3,500, loses another life. He's down to two lives left. Player one shitting himself. But but player one gave player two some tips on how to perform. Is that how I remember better. it? I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure you said... If there's a skull there, don't try to go past oh, it. Oh, well, like, don't. He did. He said, stay still. Yeah. Only sh- wait for them to come to you. Shoot them when they come to you. You're doing a really good job. Keep going. There's come that, on. oh, that condescending. Believe in you. It's also, like, here's a tip for you. Don't, don't get hit by one of the bullets. Yes. <laughs> to yes, score tip. points. If you want to win, here's a tip for you, right? If you want to win this competition... <laughs> Don't lose all your lives and score more points than the other person. There's a really good tip for you. Yeah. Off you go. Pro tips. So after the, the pro tips, which obviously had an effect because player two was was encroaching, <laughs> I love that. was encroaching upon player one's high score, 4,139, within 400 points, only 400 points, which put that in perspective, you get 50 points for every, mm-hmm. every diamond you get. What's that? How many? That many diamonds you need to collect, which isn't very many. Mm-hmm. Within 400 points of of achieving victory, player two loses his last life mm-hmm. and and fails. Now, who was player one and who was player two? You are. <laughs> we haven't made it clear enough for you. At Nylar, I believe you backed Ross again. Ah, oh, no one back. Player two. <laughs> That's right. Player one was was I. Mm. Player two was Ross. And what I think's very funny, just listening to that, was not only did you get kudos for winning, which I will not begrudge you of that. <laughs> you also managed to try and get some kudos out of me getting a, like a very high score at the end. <laughs> so what a masterclass yeah. in yeah, self-aggrandization. You're very welcome. So yes, that's that was Demon's of Diamonds. Ross, have you chosen another game? For next time. Well, I need that pack, don't I? Where is it? I thought it was downstairs at your board because we're going to use the 360 pack of... Um... Oh, you're going to use the Midway one? Yeah. Not the Atari one? Yeah. Right, hang on. Oh, actually, no. I'll, I will pick a one from the Atari pack. Oh, okay, go on then. And it's a, it's a classic, allegedly, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's on there. Yes. Tempest. Atari's version of Tempest. We're going to play... Tempest. Player one needs to get study in that game. Yeah, player one's is gonna. Excellent. Well, I have to say, I'm really enjoying the head-to-head gaming that we're doing. I really enjoy it. <laughs> not, just I'm, not just because I'm destroying you two 0 but also because of things like Toad in the Hole. Oh, I think so. Like so if you, I'll start studying how to play the game. You start thinking about what you're going to cook as next. I know that's it's the pressure. <laughs> There's a free prong, pressure of what type of food I'm going to have to supply. Um, the game also give Tom a bit of encouragement. Let him win a couple of times. So I've already done. That. <laughs> you're saying that the only reason. Right, okay, this is starting to make sense now. So let the Wookiee win, as we mentioned in the last episode. <laughs> you're scared that I'm going to pull your arms off. Right, well, that's the end of part one of episode 23. Have you enjoyed part one of episode 23? It's been rather strange, but yes, I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you very much. Great. We're going to be back. We're going to have a break. I'm going to have a uh, piss. Are you going to have a piss? Because I'm not drinking, uh, I don't actually feel like I need a piss. Yeah, we'll, we'll make, make you a smoothie, <laughs> or a cup of tea, or a cup of coffee, or you might even have a little beer, whatever you want. Mm. Uh, I'll look after you, don't worry. Aww. 
It's nice. Um, biscuit. Do you want a fig roll? I don't eat after a certain time. You don't? Do you still stick to that? Nah, I don't. Actually, I wouldn't mind a hot chocolate if one of them's available. Hot chocolate? Mm-hmm. And it, and it, and it, do you really want a hot chocolate? It took in after bed. Do you really want a hot chocolate? <laughs> no, I'm not bothered. <laughs> I'll have whatever. I would love one, but oh, if it's... I oh, actually, I'll see if I've got any hot chocolate. I'll make you one. <laughs> I might have some, but it's quite old. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. But we'll be back after the break. I'm going to have another beer. Get in. And we will be back with our weapons. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say anything about weapons quickly just to make sure that people come back for that part? <laughs> say something about weapons now. What nice pressure. Say something about weapons now. Thanks, pressure. Weapons now. Boomstick. Oh. There's a, well, Ash uses some of the greatest weapons in... Like, I would love to get loose on a... Like Donald Trump with a chainsaw and a shot. Actually, sorry, no, because... <laughs> no, Tom. That, that was a really good impression of me saying that, <laughs> but I have to say, don't say that. Just as he says, just as he, he sticks his spade in the ground for like, we're going to build a wall, we're going to make the Mexicans pay for it. Shoot off limbs first and then hacks. Yeah. Uh, what about your Secret Service? This is a fantasy. Yeah, no. What, Why so is that? Would you have taken them out prior to it, like with a sniper? Yeah, I don't like this conversation because I feel like if anyone's going to hold a grudge, it's the president of the United States. It was a bit weird. Hey, imagine if he actually did die like this. I know. Imagine he was listening to the podcast. So imagine anyone. God, imagine to the that would be so weird. Like Let's Twitter. Face it, right? Twitter. Tweet that. It's not going to be difficult for us to to find out who it is that's that's dobbed we're in because it's going to be either Christina <laughs> Nyla, isn't it? You Could it be Nyla? Dun, dun, dun. One thing I will say though about the second part is if you did suggest some weaponry, mm-hmm. it will be mentioned in the second part. If you tweeted, text, whatsapped, mm-hmm. emailed us, mm-hmm. it will be mentioned in the second part. They can't say further than that, the That's end. <laughs> so yeah, it will be mentioned yeah. in, in the second part. Lock and load, baby. Oh, what a lovely sign-off. That would have been perfect if I hadn't said anything else, but I did. Do you want to say it one more time? Lock and load, baby. Oh, that's great. That's really good. That would be just like a perfect ending. I'll tell you what, do it again. I'll not say anything. Do it one more time. I won't say anything. Lock and load, baby. I love that. I think that's brilliant. That's so good. The thing is, I keep coming back for it, don't I? I'm a oh, glutton no, for honestly, punishment. Honestly, the end. Bye. Honestly, bye, everybody. Bye. bye. Honestly, I won't I'm say go- it. I'm going. I'm going now. Honestly, I won't say it. I'm not doing it a fourth time. <laughs> please, Catch please. me once. No. Please. You can say it. it. Lock and load, baby. <laughs> that's so good. Right, thanks, guys. I'll uh, see you a bit. See you in a bit. <laughs> I'm going to let out one of these balloons. I'll see you in a bit. I'll see you in a bit, guys. <laughs>
Sponsored by Accurus, will be. That's quite a good impersonation of him, isn't it? Who? The guy who does the speaking clock. I've not heard it in 20 years. The time sponsored by Accurus will be. Does that still exist? What, the time sponsored by Accurus? Uh, I, I don't gonna, think it's sponsored by I was going to Google it. No, like the speaking clock. Is that still a thing? Um, yeah. Dial it? Nah, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not wasting me minutes on that. <laughs> well, seconds. <laughs> yeah, well, my, I used to have a clock there, but it, it stopped. Oh, did it? Yeah. And I didn't know how it would make it start again, so... I've heard this rumour about changing batteries or something. I don't, mm. know, I don't know what that means. So you just got rid of the whole... Do you change batteries? I don't change batteries. I just throw the devices away. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be right, yeah. Uh, 